Welcome to The Pulse Experience, the podcast that takes you on a journey of wellness at the intersection of technology and human experience. I'm your host, Edward Beltran, CEO of Fierce and innovator of Pulse. You know, stress is a very large problem today. It's costing organizations $300 billion annually, not to mention the impact on our people and individuals in our companies. And often, we don't know what's causing our stress. And if we do, we don't know the proper, most impactful way to handle it. Instead, we're used to just accepting stress and managing it at a general level, such as with better diet, better sleep, exercise, or meditation. But this doesn't get underneath the root issues of our stress or eliminate them. And today, there's so much that's required of us in, at both our homes and the workplace that we don't always have the tools to be able to be self-aware and tackle these stressors. However, our bodies, they don't lie. They tell us constantly what's happening. They're responding to our environments and it's our job to listen. And when we handle these challenges and take them head on, they drive positive results in both our personal and our professional lives. Pulse is our proprietary app that integrates with wearable devices and infuses cutting edge science to be able to show you who you're with and where you're at when you're experiencing stress by the hour. Then we wrap context around these events by pulling in calendar and GPS data to be able to further drive that self-awareness and more importantly, move into action with either a live coach or the in-app AI bot to be able to tackle these stressors, drive your resilience higher, as well as the outcomes you desire in your lives. We call this biometric intelligence. Our certified coaches walk into every coaching session with these same biometric data and insights to be able to help you identify the themes that are going to have the most impact on your lives and tackle those toughest challenges. This transformation is the Pulse Experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's so near and dear to many of us is when you embark on this entrepreneurial journey, it sounds so fantastic, but the reality is business is just really hard. And you ask yourself many questions along the way. What am I doing? And is this worth it? And, um, you know, it's just really, really tough. And Chantel had the opportunity to coach an entrepreneur through these many thoughts. And I'm so excited to have you here, Chantel. Let's dive in. Tell us about your coachee. Sure. You know, uh, we have a coachee that's struggling with that. What's next? As you know, we all have different uh, forks in the road, waypoints in life. And if we're getting the feedback needed and are self-aware, we can navigate those fairly well. When we're uncertain about the next move, we lose focus and we, we become stressed. You know, Ed, my coachee has a fascinating story. Uh, he started his his work life as a professional cheerleader for the New Orleans Saints. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. and, and he did it for a long period of time. And he continued that while he was going through PA school, so a physician's assistant, and, you know, then transitioned into medicine. And he He's worked in medicine for many years, but he became disenchanted with what he calls Western medicine and, you know, the the, the corporate side of, of medicine mm. and uh, decided to open up his own med spa. So he went from being a cheerleader, going into PA school because he wanted to work in extreme sports and motocross as a as a physician's assistant. And now he owns a med spa. So you talk about all of those different paths that you take. He has taken them all. He has very loyal clients. 
However, the business hasn't taken off like he expected it to. Um, and so, you know, he, he got a second job to help compensate. And uh, I want you to take a listen here as he talks about how do you pay the bills? The problem is now that I, I did get out of Western medicine, I still have to pay the bills. Yeah. And so I, I got into sales. I sell a product. I actually work for a, a product, work for a company that I brought into the med spa to sell as retail. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'm sure that was that there's no reason for me work to, to work for this company. This was strictly a divine thing. I, I firmly believe that. But here I am. I'm having to invest a lot of time and effort into doing something I've never done before. And, and I'm doing well. I mean, I'm being successful at it, but here I am. More and more of my time is being allocated away from my own business. And that's, I mean, by design, I have to, I have to pay bills. And there's a lot of upside with this company, arguably more upside than what my business could have ever brought me. I mean, you personally can resonate with this as well, Chantel, right? And your journey around, you know, when you commit, when you take that step. You know, and there's so many, so much discussions around entrepreneurship, especially in the technology circles around, you know, are you fully committed? And it's such mm -hmm. an interesting concept because sometimes you don't necessarily have that luxury to be fully committed, right? You have family, you have obligations, you have things, right? That, as you say, I love that term, paying the bills. And at the same time, you have this uh, passion around that kind of like what next in this case is a uh, his med spa. So that's so, so interesting. And I'm sure so many people can identify with this. What was he experiencing prior to Pulse? Like what was through the soundbite? It sounded like a lot of, you know, why am I dedicating so much time, you know, over here, that's not on the path that I want to be, but what was he experiencing in his life? You know, that's a great question. And I think the best way to answer it is to hear it in his own words. So, uh, take a, take a listen to this. I was an emotional roller coaster over the weekend. Um, one little thing would trip me off. I'm an, I'm an emotionally elevated person to begin with. Okay. Um, I feel the highs at a very high level. I feel the lows at a very low level. Um, I've always been that way. I'm an extrovert. I'm, I'm flamboyant. Uh, that, that's just my, my personality. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but I also know when I should be more resilient or, be able to sustain more, but like this weekend, I got really like, I got really angry at the kids. And then I saw one of my kids talking to, I saw the oldest talking to the middle kind of in a very short tempered way. And Catherine was mm -hmm. like, Hey, you need to stop doing that. And he's like, well, daddy does it. Oh yeah. 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 And I'm like, okay. And that's not just, he didn't learn that from one instance. So it's happening more than I even realize. Wow. You know, um, he's on the brink of complete burnout, right? His family mm. is number one for him. And here he is, he's, he's lashing out. You know, uh, he was raised without a father in the home. He's committed to never having his children experience that. And in his words, he felt utterly repulsed by his behavior. Hence why we're here. You know, why he sought out um, Pulse and why he sought out, you know, my assistance in coaching him through it. Things needed to change because he was at that yeah. critical juncture. 
that's absolutely amazing, Chantal. Before we dive deeper, again, I want to, I kind of want to bang the drum on this because I think so many people are in this situation where, um, you know, it sounds great in theory to be able to compartmentalize, but for me, I'm raising my hand. It's a struggle. It's really hard. And even though, you know, you, you want to be the best and show up the best for your family and other people, it's very tough, right? When you're under stress and you have a lot of obligations, in this case, a whole business, probably people depending on him and the success of the business, right? And he's hustling just to make a uh, hustling in a positive way, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, just to yeah. make ends uh, uh, meet, right? And Absolutely. so how do you just turn that off? I mean, it's very, very difficult. You know, the things that have made him successful are also some of the very same things that he's struggling with. In, in to his point, he's a high emotional person, right? Um, and he goes all in in everything that he does. They went all in on this on this business. Um, his wife works for the business. Things had to change, and Pulse really brought that to light. It validated what he was already feeling. And he knew he needed feedback from from a neutral party, one that was not invested, you know, truly in in the business. Um, to you, to your point, Ed, oh. you know, I think I, I think we often um, lose our emotional regulation most with those that are closest to us as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because we know mm-hmm. that they'll give us grace. We know that you know um, we can say sorry and most 90% of the time they understand and yet they're the very reason why we do the things that we do why we are out there hustling you know so to speak um so it it, it just it was um it yeah. was a sad day for him yeah so okay so let's uncover that a little bit more so we're seeing outwardly outward signs that um, the stress is manifesting in areas in his life, like his, his family, his children, that he doesn't want to. So he he's seeking help. Um, yeah. You put him on Pulse. What did yeah. Pulse do to help him with self-awareness? You mentioned it validated some assumptions. Let's talk more about that. What did it help uncover? What was he seeing? Sure. He was he was seeing his stress levels spike. Uh, mm-hmm. He was asking me, it was quite interesting because he's asking me daily, are you getting my readings? Are you getting my readings yet? You know, um, he was, <laughs> he, cause, and, and I said, every time you, you know, you ask me, is that your state of stress? He's like, yes. And I want to make sure you're getting it, you know? And I said, yes, we've got it. This is saying just how much he was trying to seek help and mm. to find direction. You know, we uncovered like his life has had many suddenlies. And not all of them were the desired ones. Um, and mm-hmm. during our time, you know, we really dove into a feedback session because we we needed to know and he needed to know how to stay awake during that gradual process so that he could arrive at a suddenly that he desired, you know, for him and his family. We spent a lot of time discovering you know, where he was now and where did he truly want to be? Because he couldn't sustain current state. Something had to give. Um, he was being pulled in too many direct, uh, directions. And the, as you heard, the results were devastating. Does he shift? You know, that was the first question. Does he shift to working full time for that other company selling to other med spas? 
which I don't know about him, but you know, for me, if I started like, you know, shifting and had to, had to quit what I, I, I love to do and then sell to other coaches that are doing it successfully. Oh man, that would just get my goat. Right. <laughs> and I would imagine he'd be, you know, he's a little like that. But the other question was, does he figure out how to hire some expertise to boost efficiency in sales within his own business. So he could continue, you know, um, that side business for a while while it's sustainable. But he gets somebody want to do and doesn't quite know how to do yet, right? The, the social media, the marketing, the, you know, calendar, all of that. He doesn't fit in to the proverbial box in any of his, truly any of his careers. Yet he has been more successful than most and more successful than he and more successful than he gives himself credit for. Um, you know, when you say that, you know, you are the, your own worst critic, this is him. So mm -hmm. there's some adjustments that needed to, to happen. Take a listen to some of his, his insights here. My mindset needs to be more focused on the positivity. Um, because what we built is pretty cool. Yeah. And I do believe that despite we don't, despite us not having the massive numbers and massive income and, and all that stuff, what we have built is a very organic, very loyal, um, follower base. And I feel like our clients love us as much as we love them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's really special. Like, and if, and if the the, the doors did close tomorrow, like I'll, I'll, I'll for always, I'll forever cherish that. Change in perspective, right? Ask those questions, get that feedback. Let's talk a little bit more about that, Chantal. Um, and, and definitely it's, it's this dilemma around when money's tight, how and where do you invest, right? It's so easy to say that you have to do everything. But as we learned in our delegation, that's not possible or most effective and the reality is is that when you uh, when you accept that there's other experts out there that could help you multifold it kind of changes your perspective because trust me i come from the school of thought as well which is oh i could just do it or i have to do it right especially when he's type but the reality is there's so many people that do things very good very well like you mentioned social media and digital marketing which is very key i'm sure for a med spa and making sure that they're able to expand their client base. And, um, and it looks easy, but it's definitely not great. So even like in our business is way above my pay grade. So I have a team of people, right. That handle that stuff for me. Let's dive in a little bit more Chantel, because you mentioned feedback, talk a little bit more about specifically how feedback helped him. And if you wouldn't mind illustrating a little bit about how that was put in motion, um, I think that would be fantastic for our listeners. You know, so again, um, from a, an outside party, you know, I really asked him, what are you doing now? What's working for you? And so he explained it. What's not working? And and he explained what's obviously the money is always, you know, the issue. And what we realized is what's not working is he's not an expert in social media. That's not where his talents should be or his time should be. Um, you know, the other thing that he, he battled was how do I differentiate myself amongst the, uh, all the other med spas in the area? 
Um, there yeah. are 30, there are more med spas in that area than there are McDonald's. But the way he differentiates himself is his level of care, his level of concern. Obviously, his personality is, is, is truly um, amazing. But, you know, he's a consultant in how to make people feel good again. He doesn't want to, to make people look like Barbie. As a matter of fact, you know, he's, he's said, like, if you come in trying to be, you know, pull that, that skin back and basically have a, a, a face look effect, you're in the wrong place. And I'm going to tell you because mm. he wants people to still be them on the outside and that outside to reflect who they are on the inside. And that helps set them apart. And so we really spoke about how do we leverage that? How do you market that? And how do you get people to, to market that? And he, he realized like my mindset just needs to, I think part of it is my mindset. You know, I go to that, obviously this isn't, you know, at a hundred, so it's at zero and there isn't a scale. And I know, you know, with other business owners, that's it. On average, it takes at least minimum two years to start to see any sort of upturn in, in a new business, right? Mm -hmm. And what do they say? Most businesses close their doors and then within a few years, and then you had COVID in there. So mm, there are a yeah. lot of different, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of differing factors. He also realized that um, it's not just the one med spa. His ultimate goal is to to franchise. So that's a different marketing business plan than just the one med spa. And he's currently in a a um, a gym now. And how does he get into more of them? So, you know, we really just talked about those those wants, those needs, and then what is required of of him um, in order to get it. Yeah. Certain things aren't realistic. He might, he's not going to be a millionaire tomorrow unless he wins the lotto. Right. And so it's level setting. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so it sounds like in the coaching session, you're able to help him give an outside
Thank you for tuning into the Pulse Experience Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained valuable insights into the world of wellness technology and biometric-led coaching that changes lives. If you're interested in experiencing Pulse for yourself and working with one of our expert coaches, please click the link in the description below. Until next time, thank you.